Welcome to The Sage and the Song, an archetypal exploration on life, love, and leadership. I'm Britta Greenviolet, singer, songwriter, creativity mentor, and conscious leadership coach. The stories we tell about our lives shape our lives, and I'm here in service of rewriting the script, crafting a new narrative where it's needed, and liberating your mind, body, heart, and voice to express the fullness of your unique medicine. Hello, dear one. Britta Green Violet here. Welcome back to The Sage and the Song. I am delighted to be here with you on this beautiful autumn day that I am sending you this transmission. taking a breath and appreciating your presence here with me today. I am wanting to offer some invitations, some inquiries, some contemplations today around how to build a cohesive, multifaceted body of work. This is what we're going to explore today. So this one is for all of my multi-passionates, my multi-hyphenates, those of us who are into, passionate about, drawn to so many different layers and facets and passions and skills and modalities and arenas and realms. And we are wondering, or maybe we are rumbling with, or maybe we have been dancing with, or maybe we have been on a very long path to building a body of work where we feel like all of our gifts can fit under one umbrella and that it can make sense and that it can be cohesive and that not only does it make sense to us, but it's elegant and easy to explain to other people, right? This seems like such a small ask and yet here I am, I'm coming to you with this invitation in this conversation because this has been a rumble that I have had for so, so many years. So before I dive in deeper, if this is your first time here, welcome. If you have been here before, thanks for coming back. And if you enjoy this episode, please take a moment. I know it's a thing. Take a moment to give it a rating and maybe share it with somebody in your life because Giving it a rating really helps the algorithm. It helps it get out there to more people. And this show is a labor of love. I love putting this out there. I love doing this for y'all. And if you enjoy it, please do me a favor and take one minute to leave me a little feedback, leave a rating, and send it to somebody in your life. All right. So... Let's talk about building a body of work and how to weave ourselves together. I want to start with what I'm thinking of as the entrepreneur's nightmare, which is those of us who think that because of whatever we have going on, that we need to have two websites, two Instagram accounts, two email lists, two of everything. That is my personal nightmare. Okay, like it's enough to manage one website, one email list, one Instagram account. I don't want 
to bother. I don't want to try and deal with two. And this is something that I hear from some of my clients, from some of the people in my community, even from some of my friends and colleagues, this question of what should I do with this? Like I have this piece of my work that I really want to explore and I want to broaden into and yet it doesn't feel, what if it doesn't fit, right? Do I put it in this other container or how do I weave it in? And I want to say that if you're on the edge and you are finding yourself in something like this and you're wondering if you should have two email lists or two Instagram accounts or two lists or two two whatevers, please pause and I would love to tell you, please don't do it. Please don't do it. Please don't have two of any of those things. It's too much. It's too much and you don't need it, right? The truth is that to find our true body of work, to broaden our body of work, I should say, is a long-term affair, right? It's something that takes time. And I think the best possible thing I can say is that you will be shown one step at a time where to go next. You will be shown one step at a time where to go next. This has definitely been my journey. I started out, let's see, I suppose the first place I would go, I mean, I've been in leadership and in facilitation in different spaces for a really long time. And I suppose maybe that started in athletics, right? I used to be captain of my water polo team and captain of my swim team. And I also got into, you know, leadership in athletics. And I also got into leadership in art forms. And so I led, uh, I, I directed a play. And then I was curating art galleries and led this student-run art gallery association on my university campus. And then ultimately I started getting into holistic health. And so I started exploring essential oils and I started distributing doTERRA essential oils and educating on that. And then the next step beyond that was yoga. And I got trained as a yoga teacher and got certified and started teaching yoga classes. And there was no point along the way when I thought, well, of course, I always thought, right? Because I it, it, think it's in our nature to contemplate, is this going to be it? Like, is this going to be my thing? Is this going to be my thing? Oh, maybe this will be my thing. And I remember when I went through my yoga training, uh, this sense of knowing this probably isn't going to be air quotes, my thing. But I'm absolutely clear. I'm so positive that this is my thing right now. This is the next thing. This is the next I visualize them as stepping stones. This is the next stepping stone on my path. And the next stepping stone beyond that on my path was uh, what was it? It was <laughs> uh, nutrition. It was the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. And so then I became a health coach and I started going down that path, 
right? So all of these things built on each other really beautifully, right? Over, over time, it was this, this beautiful arc. And then there's this really interesting point in time that I want to tell you about, because I think it, it was a, a turning point for me. And it's, and it's interesting and important to know what the real turning points look like, as opposed to the so-called shiny objects, right, or the distraction, or when we are sabotaging ourselves, and we pivot, even though it's not necessary, right, or we don't actually end up doing anything with it. Because I think that's the real conundrum. That's the real concern that we have as multifaceted, multi-passionate, multi-hyphenate creators is, again, I want one cohesive, beautiful body of work, right? I don't want to be, as my ally and mentor Kelly Deal says, rolling 15 rocks up a hill, right? I want to roll one rock up a hill. I don't want to have to be managing so many things and trying to be a master of, or a dabbler, right, in so many things that I'm a master of none. And that was my story for a really long time. So I'm health coaching, right? This is a, this is in 2019. I'm doing my health coaching business, it's going well, and I'm feeling inspired in it. And yet I had started leading a community choir with Ben and music had started to come forward as this really big thing for me. And I remember thinking very clearly, and and people had been asking me for voice coaching, which I had never even had voice lessons at that point. So people asking me for voice coaching felt like, ooh, okay, okay, sure, I'll do that. How does that fit into my body of work? I don't know. Like, who's ever heard of a singing health coach? I'm not sure. That seems like kind of a weird niche, but I'm going to go that direction because that's the next stepping stone, clearly. And then there got to be a point where I felt this call to make and offer a singing course, a singing program. And I was talking to my business coach at the time about it, Monica Shaw. Shout out to Monica. And I remember for a while us having this this kind of rumble around it because she would always lay out this framework of having your your bread and butter business, and then maybe you have your jelly business on the side. That's the way she puts it, right? Which you could also say, right, you have your professional business, and then you have your hobby, right? So I think there was another way that could have been phrased that my health coaching was really my business. And then I had this hobby of music. And yet I felt this really, really strong pull inside of me. It was, it was an itch, right? And it had to be scratched. And it got to a certain point where I thought, okay, you know what? Screw it. I have to do this. I have to do this and find out what happens. I'm, I, I don't know why. I don't know what's beyond it. I don't know where it's going to go. But this is the next thing that I, that wants to be created through me right? This is the next thing. So I led this singing course, and it actually ended up being really successful. At the time, it was the most successful launch I had ever done. And 
was really well received and was so fun to teach and was a total different path, right? It was a total diversion from where I had been going in my work. And what I realized in retrospect is that the singing wasn't even really the thing that ended up being, okay, this is my new life's path. It really was the next step. But what it did was the singing pivoted me in a different direction from holistic health. And I had been feeling this inclination inside myself that, gosh, everything I've learned from holistic health has been so foundational, of course, and has been so helpful. And I will use these tools for myself and for the people around me for the rest of my life. And yet this isn't it. This isn't it for me. Like, I know that I'm not going to be satisfied working with people on their health for the rest of my life. This isn't it for me. And by allowing myself to take that pivot toward singing, what really opened up was creativity and expression. And that was so, so deeply resonant and voice right? And I started going down that path. And that led me in such a different direction and a more resonant direction that really has merged with communication, creativity, voice, leadership, right? And really where I've landed is in this intersection of creativity and leadership and that that is my zone, that's, that's Britta's zone. That is Britta's zone of genius, right? Everything was leading to that point. And who knows what's going to become of that from here on out, right? I am simply at the stepping stone that I'm at. And I absolutely trust and I have full faith in the fact that there will be more stepping stones that I cannot see right now that will lead me to the next step and to the next step. And of course, that I won't know those steps until I actually step on them. So this feels, there's a couple things in here that feel really important to point out. One, again, is this difference between distraction and true transition. So in that moment when I felt the call to offer the singing course and I knew something inside me, something was pulling me toward it. It was deeply intuitive. It was not me wanting to escape health coaching. It wasn't me being bored of what I was doing. It wasn't me looking for something else to distract myself. It was actually something deeper that knew that that was the next step. So I think that's the first and gosh, maybe most important thing is that as we are creators and creatrixes building these beautiful multifaceted bodies of work, I think one of the most important muscles that we get to strengthen is our intuition. Because as we strengthen our intuition and we learn how to listen more deeply to that inner nudge and we learn not only how to listen, but then how to follow it. 
because that's actually how our intuitive muscle gets strengthened. It's not simply by hearing it, it's by following it. When I hear the nudge, I follow it. And then what I'm noticing as I'm leaning into this more and more of really developing my intuitive gifts and even my energetic and you might say my psychic gifts, right? This is actually how it works, that the more that I trust them and I act upon them, then the more they come, the more obvious they become and the better I get at hearing them and then the more obvious they become. And so it's this dance. So this is, I think, a really, really important muscle for us to strengthen is the intuitive muscle. The other thing that I think is really important for us to strengthen is our awareness around our own forms of resistance and self-sabotage. Because that shows up for us all very deeply. And it's there's this phrase out there, the shiny object syndrome, right? So it's easy to say that you have it or I have shiny object syndrome. Sure, I could say that. I don't, it doesn't really feel true in my being. Yes, I'm a student. Yes, I would love to be studying 10 things at once. And <laughs> no, I can't study 10 things at once. I have discovered through trial and error that that doesn't work very well, right? And there are certainly people who have been clients, people in my midst, people I can think of who I love so dearly, who I watch go down one path and it's almost like they step on a stepping stone and they're ready to step beyond the stepping stone beyond that but then it's almost like there is a fear response somewhere there and instead of stepping beyond they step backward and then they step to the right and then they're on that stepping stone and then it's like okay they're their leg is raised, they're about to step beyond that. And then again, that response comes and then their foot comes back and then they step again to the right. So it's almost like you, this, um, there are all of these tiny steps being taken, but they're not being taken forward. They're being taken to the side. And in that way, no forward movement happens or if it does it happens very 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 slowly because again I feel like Kelly deals that's such a great metaphor for this they're trying to roll 10 stones up a hill instead of one stone up a hill or even two stones up a hill right so I think this is the part of us that gets to learn about our own saboteurs learn how to keep ourselves on track, learn how we work, right? Learn what is going to actually keep us moving forward, what's going to actually keep us accountable. Because I think the important thing with this pattern is that we never go deep. We're always going wide. And if you're always going wide, and never going deep, then you never give yourself the opportunity to really get into the zone of genius, right? You don't ever really get the opportunity 
to expand and deepen into mastery. You are almost subconsciously choosing breadth over depth. And it's not that it's one or the other, right? Because I love the idea of going deep and wide. And yet we do get to develop our awareness of how often we do that. And we get to know ourselves more and more deeply, more intimately, and we get to learn how to stay the course, right? This is really where I feel like the medicine of becoming a good finisher comes in. Being somebody who knows how to cross the finish line, how to take a project from concept to completion, how to complete a training, how to complete a course. This is so, so important. So I think a really good kind of red flag for you might be to simply notice if you have the story that you're not a good finisher. If you look back and you notice that oh, I signed up for that course and then I didn't finish it. Oh, I signed up for that program and then I stopped showing up two-thirds of the way in. Oh, I started that book, but then I started another book and then I started another book. These are all areas where we can see our own patterns of finishing. And I have to say, this is coming through right now. This is such a simple thing, but to even make a list for yourself of, what are all the things right now that I have going that are unfinished? Those could be books, those could be movies, those could be uh, writing projects, those could be video projects, those could be other creative projects, that could be schooling, it could be a course or a program, right? And this isn't to say that you're going to finish all of these things. That is not the goal, right? Simply to have awareness to cultivate an awareness of how prominent this habit is for you and then to counteract this i would really recommend that you focus on one thing and that you finish and then when you finish and when you cross the finish line and you may need some help you may need accountability you may need a coach you may need who knows you may need a friend you may need something to help you cross the finish line when you cross the finish line take some time to feel it to feel that feeling of completion because that is such good medicine for those of us who feel like dabblers of many and masters of none, to know that we can complete something gives such deep confidence. And I feel that crossing the finish line, it cleanses the spirit of self-doubt. It cleanses the spirit of self-doubt. So we move through these tests, right? We move through these passions, we move through these options and choice points, and we do it one step at a time. And that's how we build a body of work. We do it one step at a time. We do it one choice at a time, one day at a time. There is a quote that 
I have shared and I'll continue to share it again from one of my mentors, Rachel Rogers. And she said something to the effect of, we have to be willing to repel in order to attract. We have to be willing to repel in order to attract. And I want to bring this into this conversation because when we're talking about a cohesive body of work, we've talked about taking one step at a time. We've talked about honing our intuition, strengthening our intuition, and we've talked about gaining awareness and becoming good finishers. And another piece that feels so important in this is authenticity, being ourselves, and knowing that being yourself is what will actually attract the people that you most want to serve, that you most want to work with, that you most want to be helpful to, right? There's a quote that I just saw at my friend Nicole's house that I loved that you may have seen before. It said, be yourself. Everyone else is taken. (laughs) And this feels good. It feels really good to take that in. Be yourself. Everyone else is taken. And it feels really on point with this idea of having a multifaceted body of work because in truth, the things that you're drawn to, again, there's this piece with the so-called shiny object syndrome. I know it well in myself. There have been moments when I felt like I wanted to go down a pathway. I wanted to step on a stepping stone. And if I, in retrospect, if I could pause time in that moment and zoom in to the choice point that I was about to make, a really, really powerful question that we can ask in that moment is, where is this choice coming from? Is this coming from my intuition? Is this coming from deep, deep inner guidance? Am I choosing this because I feel like this is choosing me? Am I choosing this because it feels like the universe is conspiring for me to take this path? Or am I choosing this because I think it's what other people expect of me? Am I choosing this because I think it's what I should do? Am I choosing this because I think that it will make my self-worth higher? Because it will make me look a certain way? Because people will find me more palatable or more acceptable? Or because I'll develop a skill set that I think people find desirable? Because that choice point is everything. This is something that I got to look at this year on multiple occasions, and I'm really valuing the remembrance that if I can pause in any moment where I'm about to pivot, and it's going to affect my body of work, it's going to expand me, it has the potential, right, to take me in a slightly or hugely different direction, take a pause What is driving this choice? Where is this choice coming from? Where am I making this choice from? I think this is such a powerful way to slow this process down and make sure that we are aligned with our most authentic self in this moment as we're making this choice. Because 
If you are making the choice out of wanting to please others, out of wanting to appear a certain way, out of wanting needing to prove yourself, that path will be a path taken in vain, and it probably won't be very helpful down the line. Whereas if we make that choice from a place of being fully, totally, wholeheartedly aligned with our most core, authentic soul essence, knowing, yes, everything in me is saying yes to this. And I maybe you can't even explain why, but your inner compass is clear. You can't go wrong. Hello, dear one. I am taking a moment to pause this episode and I would love to invite you to a brand new offering that I have birthed, that I have cooked up. It is called the Multifaceted Summit. And it is a seven day online experience for multi-passionates to bring all your tools, modalities, and magic into your mainstream industry. The point, the mission underneath this whole summit experience is for you to create a cohesive body of work that can be easily described and shared and practiced. And I really crafted this experience to be exploratory and a permission slip for you to express the full spectrum of your gifts and liberate your professional potential. Whether you're creative, an entrepreneur, a service provider, this collection of interviews and speakers is going to totally blow your mind. So this is a live free experience, November 6th through the 12th, 2023. You can grab your free ticket at brittagreenviolet.com forward slash summit. And there are also three optional paid tiers. If you wish to dive deeper, there is going to be a Q&A call with me afterward to take the information and apply it to your life and your business. There is also an option to grab a super deeply discounted bonus one-on-one coaching call with me. And if you hear this call long after this live experience happens, know that you can still go to brittagreenviolet.com forward slash summit and you can find the multifaceted summit. It's going to be there for you even afterward. And if this is resonant to you, if this whole episode is resonant to you about building a cohesive body of work and weaving all your gifts, know that the speakers that I've collected here are absolutely incredible. This is a unique, never to be seen again collection of wisdom that is rounded up for you in a beautiful, simple, elegant package to help you take the next step on your way. So I hope you'll join us, brittagreenviolet.com forward slash summit. The song 
today's song is a mantra. You may well know this mantra. It is very simple. It is none other than Sat Nam. Sat Nam is in the ancient Sikh language of Gurmukhi. Sat means truth, S-A-T, but it's pronounced kind of like S-U-T, Sat. It means truth, the reality of one's existence. And Nam, N-A-M, Nam, means name or identity. So together, Sat Nam essentially translates into something like truth is my name, truth is my identity, truth is my essence, I am truth. This is the most well-known mantra in the Kundalini yoga tradition, and it's also used as a greeting in many kriyas and meditations, something very similar to how you hear namaste used. Chanting this mantra brings truth and enlightenment and consciousness and expression and above all awareness of ourselves in our life experience, really weaving awareness into our life and inviting in that medicine of truth. And this felt like an appropriate mantra to offer as we explore what it means to build a body of work that feels like a legacy that we can be proud of, where we get to show up in our fullness as our whole, wise, worthy selves, bringing all of ourselves forward. And this mantra, Sat Nam, is such a beautiful invocation to deepen again and again and again into our truth. This recording is from my Mantra Magic album and course, which you can also find on Spotify. You can find the course on my website. And I want to mention that it was recorded to be sung along with. So you're welcome to listen to it. And also, I really encourage you to give it a try. It is a breathing practice. You will very much notice that there are long holds in this song. It will invite you into your pranayama as you activate your voice and invoke the medicine Sat Nam.
presence for your precious time and energy you can find out more about me and my work at brittagreenviolet.com until next time may your mythic adventure through life serve up nourishment courage curiosity and awakening this is the sage and the song signing off (laughs) 